Mazaltov. After five elections, within a two to three year period, Israel finally has a stable government. And the best news of all is that this is the first ever Israeli government that includes all proudly Jewish political parties. This is truly a historic moment. Of course, the left, both in Israel and abroad, are going crazy. Now, before I do the deep dive analysis on this new government and the reactions, I just want to say one thing. Do not believe anything you hear, see, or read in the establishment media, even the Jewish Israeli media, about this new Israeli government. Why? Because the media agenda is all about painting this new government as a far-right, extreme, anti-democratic government. Yet, Understand this, the Likud politician who was chosen to be Speaker of Israel's Parliament is no other than Amir Ohana, a gay man with a partner and two children. Okay, so here I am together with Congressman Jim Jordan and Congressman Mike Johnson on a special Yes Israel mission visiting then Minister Amir Ohana, who back in 2020 was Minister of Internal Security. So please, as you hear and see outlandish headlines bashing Israel, remember this one very important fact that disproves it all. Okay, now before I do the deep dive into the headlines, thank you once again for joining me, Avi Abelo, for another episode of The Pulse of Israel where I provide you the politically incorrect truth about Israel, the Jewish people, and the freedom-loving world. If you are not yet a subscriber, then just visit PulseOfIsrael.com to subscribe. If you think this video is good and important and should be seen by others, then just click on the donate button to help us make sure more people see this video. So as I said before, Prime Minister Netanyahu and the Likud party were brilliant to choose Amir Ohana for Speaker of the House, the most powerful position in Israel's Knesset, our parliament. All the right-wing religious parties now being painted as hateful and undemocratic voted to appoint a gay person as one of the most powerful men in Israel. More important than the appointment is the critical, critical message that comes with the appointment. We, right-wing religious people, are not against any person because of his, his or her personal lifestyle choices. We are against the progressive, really regressive agenda that the left pushes upon us all as a society in the name of the LGBT and trans people. This government easily proves that it has no problem with the personal lives of anybody as is being presented, while at the same time it will work to limit the dangerous LGBTQ and trans agendas from being implemented in Israel's education system and public sphere. Huge differences. Now, let's look at some of the headlines that were all being shown on a daily basis. Headline number one, NPR. Israel is swearing in a new hardline government on Thursday. A government stocked with far-right nationalists takes office in Israel as part of former Prime Minister Netanyahu's return to power. It's expected to be the most right-wing government in Israel's history. Now, calling it the most right-wing government in Israel's history is actually true. But by the establishment media calling a Jewish government far-right nationalists, that is their way using that language to compare our government in Israel to a Nazi government, which is an absolute disgrace and a literal blood libel. Next, we have a few headlines in the Israel-based Times of Israel, reporting upon Israeli diplomats and their reaction to the elections. And again, understand, many of Israel's diplomats over the years come from the left. Here we go. Ex-diplomats, ambassadors warn new government will hurt Israel's global standing. 
Over 100 former foreign ministry workers signed letters saying country may face wide-ranging political and economic ramifications if incoming coalition enacts hard right policies. Again, they come from the left, hence no surprise they're saying that. And here's another one. Accusing new government of violating democracy, Israel's envoy to France resigns. Lapita Pointiel, Gurman says she cannot lie to herself and go against her beliefs. Informs Paris of her intention to step down. She's an ally of former Prime Minister Lapid. And she resigned on Thursday, accusing his successor, Benjamin Netanyahu, and his incoming government of violating the principles of the Declaration of Independence and the vision of a Jewish democratic state. Guys, the government was just sworn in on Thursday. It hasn't even implemented any policies. Yet, according to her, it already is violating the principles of the Declaration of Independence and the vision of a Jewish democratic state? Sorry to put it like this, but the left are sore losers. When the left loses, what do they do? They automatically delegitimize their right-wing counterparts instead of practicing tolerance and democracy. This is similar to what America experienced when Trump won. It's the same thing. It's the same playbook. But it gets worse. This next headline is from Haaretz, a totally anti-Jewish state paper in Israel. Headline, Iran is already here. Thousands protest new Israeli government outside Knesset. Thousands of demonstrators, LGBTQ immigrants, reform Jews, anti-occupation and pro-democracy activists demonstrated opposite the Knesset to protest Bibi the Liar and Israel's most right-wing religious government ever. Iran is already here. We just voted for a gay speaker of the house. Unbelievable. And here's another one. Hundreds blocked Tel Aviv Highway in protest against new government. Hundreds of protesters gathered near the government offices in Tel Aviv on Thursday evening to protest against the anti-LGBTQ plus stances of the new government headed by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Again, understand everyone, the government is new. It hasn't even done anything yet. And the Speaker of the House is a gay man, but yet they protest? Besides those facts, if you are truly interested in understanding the specific policy directions they are going crazy about, then watch this earlier Pulse of Israel video I made where I do a deep dive debunking each one of those issues that they're going crazy about. And as if the attacks from the left aren't enough, then we have the establishment media and a comedy-like show going out of its way to find people in Washington, D.C. establishment to attack this new government from the right. But really look into the credentials of those people they are quoting as right-wingers in Washington, D.C. They're not real conservatives. All right, but do your own deep dive. Here we go. Why Netanyahu's new government could alienate Israel's conservative American allies. Experts say traditional right-wingers who have counted on Likud chief's moderation may be put off by his extremist partners such as proud homophobe Betzalus Smutrich. Experts who track the U.S.-Israel relationship say the op-ed had a clear purpose to quell the fears of American conservatives who Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has long cultivated as allies and who may be rattled by his new extremist partners in governing Israel. They're referring to an op-ed written by Betzalus Smutridge in the Wall Street Journal. Danielle Pletka, a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, said foreign media alarm at the composition of the incoming government was premature. You think? As she says, quote, I suspect that the vast mass of people will maintain the support that they have for Israel because it hasn't got anything to do with the passing of one government to another, and it has everything to do with the principle that Israel is a pro-American democracy in a region that's pretty important." End quote. And she continues, quote, 
If you look at his past governments, he has really never been forced into real policy decisions by those to the right of him, Zakheim said. Zakheim wasn't a right-winger. He's being quoted as a DC conservative. Now he's got a problem because these 15 or so seats of those to his right are interested in policy, not just in money, end quote. That's true. Makovsky said Netanyahu appears to be leaving behind a conservatism that was sympathetic to the outlook of its American counterpart. His success has been that, that he's a stabilizer. He's risk averse. He's focused on the prosperity of the country with high tech success. He's the one to be seen as the tenacious guardian against Iranian nuclear influence, he said. And those are things people could relate to. Now it just seems like he's just throwing the playbook out the window, end quote. And it's true, Netanyahu has been very cautious through the years. And here we're seeing he's going with his voter base, finally. Now, this same fear porn message from the so-called right was then printed in another Israeli-English publication. Here we go, Netanyahu's new government could lose a critical constituency, American conservatives, and then reprinted in an American publication titled, Israel's liberal rightward turn is a warning. Again, you look at the people quoted in that article, they're not real right-wingers. Netanyahu's new government is the most right-wing in Israeli history, a coalition of Likud, the conservative power center, and a variety of far-right and ultra-orthodox factions. There is no moderating presence, no illusion of an opposition. For American liberals, so why are they attacking them as conservatives? It's the equivalent of the Republicans governing with more than 60 senators and an enormous House majority, many of them either Trumpian or hardline evangelicals. Yes, and that's the democratic process, so it's okay, right? But what do we learn from all these media attacks? That we must be doing something right with the first all-Jewishly proud and nationalist government in Israel's history. And I speak more about that in this Pulse of Israel episode right here. Understand, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is no political novice. He knows what he is getting himself into. Hence, he tapped former Israeli ambassador to the United States, Ron Dermer, to be his point man with the Biden White House. Ron Dermer already has experience working as ambassador for Israel during the Obama administration. So I'm sure he will know how to deal with the Biden administration as well. He went through the torture of Obama years. He'll deal with senile Joe Biden in his administration. The bottom line, this is the best government we have ever had in Israel. And it is absolutely miraculous that we have it. Netanyahu would have easily included either Lapid or Gantz on the center left, just as Bibi has always made sure to include a center-left party in every single one of his previous governments. The only reason he didn't do it this time is because they both boycotted him. They literally campaigned on the promise to their voters that they would not sit in a government with Bibi Netanyahu. So the only ones who the people on the center-left can blame for this proud right-wing Jewish nationalist government is themselves because their own parties boycotted Netanyahu. So that's the whole irony of the situation to really understand and appreciate how far the Jewish people have come in Israel with this new government, I highly suggest you read this article I wrote titled, The Jewish People Are Winning, Looking Back at How Far We Have Come. Regardless, everyone, this government won't be perfect either. No government ever will be perfect. We sometimes have good governments, sometimes mediocre governments, and sometimes really bad governments. But no matter what, we always must be thankful to God above. Everything comes from God and everything is always for the best even if we don't understand it. But most important is that we always, always must show our appreciation for what we do have. And stop putting too much trust and faith in our politicians. It's all up to God. 
and the Jewish people having sovereignty in our ancestral homeland after 2,000 plus years of exile and persecution is something we can never take for granted and we must always, always be thankful for even when times are tough. God above wants to see us appreciative for what we have and see that we are always working towards making things better. Ultimately, it is up to us with his help Despite whatever politicians, whether good or bad, are in power, it's up to us, together with the one above. Am Yisrael Chai. Everyone, hold on to your faith. Be proud, be happy, focus on the positive. Things will be good. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.